This is our Fireside Stories, talking junk, telling stories about South Africa. Hello, lovely. Hello. So last time we talked about lions eating people. Story told of your dad in Zambia and the man-eating lion. I thought this time it would be quite cool to just talk about food memories. So things that people ate instead of animals eating people. Well, you know, I love talking about food and eating food. Yes, I do know. I know both of those <laughs> Lucky things. you're an amazing cook. Let's start at childhood, maybe. When you think about growing up, what's the, sort of like the first food memory that comes to mind? Well, my mom was really strict about us eating sugar, mm-hmm. right? So we had lots of fruits and vegetables, and my mom's version of a salad was not nicely cut pieces of cucumber, mm. And tomatoes with some feta and some olive oil and vinegar. It was like taking a cucumber and literally splitting it into three chunks. One for each, for me and my two brothers. And a whole tomato and like some lettuce leaves. Mm. <laughs> Which was fine. Like we ate it. We grew up with that. Um, but anytime there was um, sugar, which was mostly later in life. We were all very, very excited about it. Mm. So the one thing I remember in relation to sugar was when (laughs) we moved to Kensington when I was about six, I think. And we moved next door to um, Kate. The little girl was Kate and her mom was Patty. And Kate had Oros at her house. So we used to drink Oros at Kate's house because we were never allowed such things at our house. It was water or nothing. And the other thing we used to have was, (laughs) I'm laughing even thinking about it, was we used to make like butter icing and put it on bread (laughs) (laughs) because she had white bread, which was like cake for us. (laughs) So we used to go to Patty's house and somehow like scam our way into butter icing that we would eat on bread. Wow. (laughs) Right. And when we went to parties... We were like the kids that ate all the food, mm. the sweets and the cupcakes so and the, the cakes. Like, like those ones that sit right with almost their noses touching the cake. So as soon as... Well, we were raised to be polite and my dad would have given us a kind of backhand if we hadn't said please and thank you and if we were rude in any way. So we weren't like savage, <laughs> but we definitely ate too much. Yeah. So I'm going to guess you spent... <laughs> Is that part of the reason you spent a lot of time next door? (laughs) (laughs) We also did like Kate. She was great. (laughs) I'm sure you've told me a story about your brother and his special tea that he made. Tea? Oh, (laughs) yes. Right. Another way to get sugar. Alistair, my youngest brother, used to love drinking tea. The reason was he would pile literally eight teaspoons of sugar into his tea and not stir it. So drink it until you got to the bottom and then it would be this like sludge of brown sugar that he would use a teaspoon to eat out. And eventually my mom cottoned onto what he was doing and he was banned from tea. Hmm. 
I can feel my teeth melting. <laughs> oh dear. What do you, what's your childhood? I remember two, well, okay, yeah, I, have, I have three memories. One is of going to my, my nonna's house and my dad's mom. Um, we didn't go all that often, but she made really great Italian food. And the one day she made this, I don't, I don't even know what it's called. I want to say pepperonata or something. I don't even think that's the right <laughs> name. It's basically a peppers salad, like bell peppers. Yeah. Not to be confused with pepper pepper. We can talk about... <laughs> Peppercorn salad. We, yeah, yum, we can, yum. We can talk, talk about chips. <laughs> chips another time. Um, and I remember her making a salad. And it was, wasn't actually something... We didn't have peppers all that often, at least not that I can recall. Um, and I don't, so I don't feel like I'd had them before, but for some reason I decided this day that I would, that I would try this salad, <laughs> but I liked it so much that I ate pretty much all of it on my own. What did it have like vinegar? It was really simple. It was from what I can remember, it was peppers chopped up in a bowl with red wine vinegar and extra virgin olive oil uh, and Italian probably, simplicity. probably seasoned. Yeah. So yeah. really simple, but I think. Yeah, it was the first time first time I'd had that. But then I'd also had at her house a similar thing, which was with green beans. So actually a, probably a very similar mix of red wine vinegar, extra virgin olive oil, <laughs> salt and pepper, and green beans. But that that's the been... one you make now? Is yes. that your version of? I think mine's probably a version. I probably bastardized it a little bit. but It's delicious. Well, you know, you know how it goes with memories of food. Sometimes you try to recreate something and you're like, you do think to yourself, it's very close, but it's not exactly. And I think part of that is memory as well, obviously. And well, age, is it because you're buds. not living, I mean, you're not eating it in your Nona's kitchen? with my Nona. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that affects the taste of the food? Yeah, I think so. I do think so because I think because I do, we didn't go to her house as often as my memories might allude to. Mm. I think I probably had, I probably had similar feelings about her house, almost to what you have about Kensington. <laughs> Your shrine. Not quite. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't go visit it any chance I got, and I don't talk about <laughs> yes. it every chance I get. Um, uh-huh. I also remember this one dessert that she made, which I thought was, which was quite good. It was simply strawberries chopped up, put in a bowl with. Maraschino, which I think, as far oh, as yeah. I know, is like kirsch. So like mm-hmm. a cherry liqueur and orange juice. And it would just sit in that for a few hours. And I think you would have it with ice cream. You could have it with ice cream, but it was actually really good just on its own. So I would quite often go look in the fridge afterwards to see if there was any, any extra. Or maybe this is a little bit rude, but I, I did sometimes look in the fridge before the meal just to see, like, oh. Are we going to get strawberries this time? <laughs> <Cute>. <laughs> and I do remember this one time at the Italian club in Johannesburg. It was one of those one of those occasions where they would have um, they'd have tables laid out and then they would put the meals where you could choose. I think it was just for the starter because it was they were like cold starters. So there's like sections where you could choose which plate you want. So it would probably involve called meats of a sort and crostini of a sort and other things and i walked as i walked down i got up from my seat and i walked down these tables i noticed these 
this looks like a, f a flower on a plate. And because I had never encountered such a thing as a artichoke before, <laughs> I thought the nearest thing that my memory could recall was a protea. And I'm like, what? What the hell is this? <laughs> Who would eat a protea? Like, what kind of random food is this? Uh, but, you know, Italians are known for being a little bit mad. So, needless to say, I didn't try the protea slash artichoke. I probably just went for... I know, the mozzarella and anchovy crostini or something like <laughs> did that. Did Nona or Nona eat the artichoke? They might They might have. <laughs> like, how did you figure out what it was? I, I didn't. I didn't think much of it. I was just like, that looks crap. I'm not going to have that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a... It's it, It's not It's not that it's... Um, <laughs> Protea. <laughs> it's not that it haunted me. I just, yeah. just thought it odd. Yeah. Um, and are there any other disgusting things you could remember eating growing up? Disgusting things. Okay, I can think of something I ate. So I tell you while you're thinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My mom used to make this soup. <laughs> but I think she put, she must have put Marmite in it. I don't know what. But it was a very dark color and it tasted very salty. <laughs> and I remember her giving it to my brothers and I and telling us that we had to eat it. We had to always obviously finish our food. Um, and I just remember none of us, we were like, this is the most disgusting thing we've ever seen or tasted. And we told her not like that, but <laughs> she still told us we had to eat it. I don't know. I don't even remember what we did. I don't know if we did or didn't. Mm. Is that, <laughs> Do you feel like it was something you had relatively often or was it... That, no, it that, wasn't often. I think I, we gross? never, we didn't love her soup. You know, it's like you would go to the supermarkets, like pick and pay and buy some kind of random soup mix. And it always had a billion barleys in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Barleys like, and celery. Mine was the, the big chunks. I don't know why. Celery. The big chunks of celery yes. ruined soups for and me. And carrots and beans, which are all nice things, but not all soggy and been cooking for 70 hours mm. and then you go and add marmite to that mm. please man i do not know why I, I can't say my mom ever tried mixing marmite in <laughs> it's disgusting but i think our moms must have bought the same soup mix yeah or had Ew. the same recipe but yes it was cooked for ages and ages i just i'm sure this is in part because your palate changes over time yeah but i do remember as a child I'm so disappointed to see the celery <laughs> on the soup. It's just like, this is, this is the ruinous flavor of the soup, the celery. <laughs> I don't know why. I just found it so, uh, just, it's it almost, it felt overpowering. Yeah. Here we go. But we're not here to talk about. <laughs> celery. <laughs> yeah. This isn't MasterChef conversations. Did you have a favorite cereal, like sugary cereal? I mean, I'm sure, like us, you probably didn't have it very often. No, we hadn't hardly ever. I think I was pretty excited by Rice Krispies, so I think <laughs> that might give you a sense yeah. of... I mean, obviously, all the all those cereals do have some sugar in them. It would have probably been... would have probably been Cocoa Pops. Yeah. Um, Chocos. Do you remember Chocos? Yeah. yeah. Chocos, the Crunchy Bear. Um, Strawberry Pops. That was my favourite. Strawberry pops, which Absolutely. I didn't have, I didn't have all that often. I mean, 
what probably what I would have had access to was similar to you would have been going to a friend's house. You know, so yeah. the concept of sleeping over at a friend was really exciting because you, you get to sleep over with a friend's house, but also because the they cereal. have Sega Mega Drive, cool <laughs> cereals, they get dessert after dinner. Wife bread. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we had wife bread. Mm. Okay. And favorite sweets. I definitely think, right, when we moved to England and we went to the sweet aisle, mm. there are lots of cool sweets, but they don't taste as good as South African sweets. And my theory is it's because they can't put any crap in them. <laughs> they yeah. can't put any of the E numbers in the sweets. They're all well, like natural this, natural that, which of course is very good. Mm. But South African sweets definitely taste better. Mm. Yeah, this and everything here is chalk orange. Chalk orange everything. What do you mean? Like Terry's chocolate orange? Yeah, and then f- chocolate flavors and just like chalk orange. Chalk orange, it's everything. Disappointing, yeah. <laughs> is I that an is that an exaggeration? Just a slight exaggeration. <laughs> I think if you go to the, I think if you go to the chocolate aisle, there's definitely more choice. Where's the Milky Bar with the jelly tots in it? Where's the Milky Bar with the Smarties in it? Where's the crunch? Yeah, the crunch, the crunch one with the. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where's those? The PS bar. Mm. Oh, my word. PS. Tempo. You know what? Even bar one. You don't even get bar one here. It's the version of that Mars like bar. Mars bar, I guess. It's not the same. It isn't the same. Inside story. Inside stories were good. My mom liked all the chocolates that I wouldn't have chosen. Like, she always would have had... Caravan. Caravan. Oh, actually, I liked Caravan eventually, but lunch bar, Tex. Mm. Do you remember those? Isn't Tex much like a caravan? Similar. It doesn't have caramel in it. It's like wafers and then a chocolate thing in the middle. Yeah. And then crunchies are good though. Crunchies are the business. But you don't get here. I like the white chocolate crunchies. You don't get that here. Mm. Okay. Favorite fizzy drink. Mm. When I was growing up, it would have probably been Shrips Granadilla. Oh man. Tell me the time when you had to have the stony. Oh. <laughs> my first memory of the stony it's with I was with my my cousins and we were at a game resort of a game resort of a sort I don't remember which one it might have been Sabi or something like that um, and they had they had a kids program which meant that the adults could do it if they want and they'd get rid of the kids for the most most of the day actually and we had been out doing activities. I can't remember what we're doing. I do remember that we got to drive around in the golf cart. We didn't get to drive it ourselves, but they drove us around. And I do remember it being a hot day. And they had a, a cooler box of drinks. And they said, oh, everyone take one. <laughs> and as I tend to do, I kind of like hung out at the back and then wait. Not, I didn't wait till the end, but, you know, I, I, don't, I wouldn't have pushed and shoved for it. So um, I get towards the end and I could see that I think there was like, I don't know, like a Fanta, a Coke. And a stony left. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I mean, I'd never had, I'd never had a stony up until that point. Um, so sure enough, the kids in front of me took the fence and the coke and I had a stony. I was like, oh, I don't know what this is. And I, <laughs> I remember it was a can. I remember opening it and taking a sip. <laughs> and, and again, think of, think of the things I've already said about my, <laughs> my culinary <laughs> naivety. <laughs> I took a sip and obviously it's quite fiery, it's a quite fiery, fiery ginger flavor, quite different from anything you'd expect from a fizzy drink, you know, to be, 
you, you expect the burn to come from the fizz, but not also from the flavor of the drink. I really... <laughs> I disliked it so much, I cried. It's <laughs> so funny, though. <laughs> but I think... Oh, it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> yeah. Really, now, Stony, do you like Stony now? It really it's offended me. pretty awesome. I do really... I, I do really like it. It's not. A, it's not as good as. It's not as good as the Jamaican one. Or yeah. Bundaberg is probably the best. Yeah. Australians did a good job with that, I think. But yes, my first experience was very, very sad. I liked Iron Brew. Hmm. Or cream soda. I think I drank Sprite. Maybe. Hmm. That's quite a boring one, though. Actually. I did find Sprite quite boring. Which is like I don't lemon. know why. But you like lemon. I know, but. Lemonade, just, I don't know, just straight up It doesn't lemonade. taste like fake lemonade. Do you know what I mean? Not like yeah. they squeezed a bunch of lemons. It I mean, like... even Trips Granadilla, you could, they came but a, that's what's the they came, they came a those... point after, you know, you get to the end of the can or whatever, and you're like. <laughs> what about Fanta Grape that actually tastes nothing like grape, but still tastes Fanta awesome. Grape was great. I loved a cream soda float. I'm sure we, I used to have that at Spur. Could you have that at Spur? Yeah, I'm sure. Like, so my dad so. used to take us to, us to Spur sometimes, and I'm sure if I ever had a drink, it was a lime milkshake or a cream soda float. And at Milky Lane, you could have a root beer float, which basically tasted like iron brew. It mm. was awesome. I feel like I might have had a brown, is it called a brown, brown cow? cow. Mm-hmm. Like milk and Coke. <laughs> what is that? No, who thought no, of that? No, ice cream. Sure, you mix ice cream in and you like mix it so it's all. But isn't that then just a float? Well, no, because in a float, the ice cream sits on the top. And if you take long enough to eat um, it... Anyways, I'm pretty sure the version <laughs> I had involved milk and rather, rather Maybe than that is it. It's, I don't know. That's very strange. That is quite strange. I think I might have had that before I ever had a float. Mm-hmm. I did like floats, but I definitely preferred milkshakes. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite flavor? I think growing up, my favorite flavor was chocolate. Also, because mm-hmm. I didn't like the artificial banana flavor. <laughs> or, I don't know. Bubble gum or whatever. Ah, oh, yes, bubble gum. Yes. Very good. So, here's petroleum flavored milkshake. Yum. Petroleum they, <laughs> and bubble gum. They taste like chemicals, I think. It tastes like bubble gum. Did you have, sure. okay, did you ever eat wicks? Yes. I always think of when I think of wicks, I think of my mom. Like, I think of the long, is it a stick? Yes. You could get a stick. Oh, I forgot about those. And chappies as well. Mm. I remember buying the grape one. Mm. The grape, like, chappie stick. I remember the wicks. I think... I felt like wicks... Wicks... <laughs> We're getting into the technicalities <laughs> of chewing gum. Yeah. I feel like the, the wicks chewing gum got quite tough quite quickly. Yeah, it did. But it was better for blowing bubbles. bubbles. Mm-hmm. Do you remember... Um, so I don't know... So when I grew up in Kensington, I don't know if it was the same in Edenvale... There used to be um, African ladies who would sit on the pavements and have like a blanket spread out on the ground yes. with a whole stack of sweets on the pa- on the blanket. So chappies, Wilson's toffees, I don't know, random things you'd probably buy in a cafe and they would um, sell them. Did you not have that? Mm, there were- I might, um, I, it might be that I just never ventured far enough because there was, f- from where I lived, it wasn't a very... I could just walk through a felt yeah, down a road and then I could be right at a little cafe. I'm sure there's one called PK's Cafe, <laughs> which is quite funny. Yeah. It's funny now when you're a kid. Yeah. Oh, let's go to PK's. Yeah. What? So we used to walk to spa and this is a testament to the times. And I know you know this, but we used to walk 
to spa and it would be me and my two brothers and Kate, who I mentioned, the neighbor. And we were young. So I remember Kate and Alistair being sort of like four or five years old. So that means I was about eight, Christopher sort of six or seven. And we would walk from our house in Kensington along Roberts Avenue. Um, and Roberts Avenue goes straight into Johannesburg, like Central City. So I think it's Roberts Avenue, then Langerman Drive. I can't remember. Anyway, so we'd walk that way. And we would walk to the spa, which is next to the Jumbo Liquor Store. Do you remember that big pink elephant? I do. So we'd walk there. So if along the way, sometimes we'd discover one of the African ladies selling her wares. And then we'd be very excited and buy from her. But gen- gen- generally, we'd get to spa with 50 cents each. And we would buy... Wilson's Rolos, I think they were Wilson's, we used to call them Rollies, um, maybe some toffees, I can't remember, and Christopher always bought bubblegum instant pudding, and then we would walk back home, but the trick was always crossing Roberts Avenue, hmm. and I was always in charge, because I was the oldest, and the one time we got to the robots, or well, I don't even know if there was a robot, anyway, we always had to cross when we got kind of just to the spa, that's who we would cross, and Christopher and I crossed, and for some reason, Ellie and Kate got left on the other side of the road. But I didn't walk back <laughs> and, like, shepherd them across the road. I stood on the other side and yelled across to them when it was safe to cross. So, obviously, there's, like, taxis whizzing past because we're right by the CBD, pretty much. Anyway, I just yelled, and they ran across in full trust. <laughs> mm. And it was all fine. We survived. But it just makes you think, like, it was a, such a different time. Like, four literally small children were <laughs> just walking along to the shop. Mm. I mean, it was close, but not that close. What about chips? Yeah, we mentioned chips earlier. As in, you're talking about the intricacies of chips versus chips versus chips. Chips are chips are chips. Oh, chips. I'm talking about chips. Tell me whatever your favorite chip, whatever chips that might be. Yeah, when I... I really love Simba's like roast beef chips. Yo, those were good. <laughs> Have those on a sandwich. Yeah. Like, when you put chips, it's like, who lets their kids in? <laughs> like, what did we eat? So, like, yeah. here's a slice of bread. Here's so carb bun- on carb. A, a bunch of chips. Yeah. Or you definitely do that when there was a bra. Because yeah. also, like, chips weren't a common thing. No. So. At least they weren't that common until we found out where my mom hid them. And then they would kind of just disappear. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the roast beef ones. Not fruit chutney. I did love fruit chutney. But roast beef. But I I loved the fruit chutney. I liked the tomato ones. What about ghost pops? Ghost pops are good. Ghost pops are good. And... Cheese necks or knickknacks. Cheese necks. Cheese necks. Hundred percent. I'd go with knickknacks. But when you eat it, you don't chew it. You like put it in your mouth and, and suck it, it a little bit. <laughs> but that's like those ones you used to get from the petrol station that were almost oh like pure tartrazine. Do you remember those? Didn't we? We Yo. ate those at university. You could only get those at that one garage. You get them at the Klazenex petrol station, Yo. and there'd be like a huge bag. But yeah. you'd eat all of them, and then it would literally feel like someone had ran sandpaper along your palate. <laughs> those were so good. Like those, oh my word, those, okay, I think they were called fizz bombs. Yes. Right? Those ravaged your mouth. Oh, but they were so yummy. And they were like hard boiled, basically, but then they had that fizz stuff on the outside and they were blue or mm. pink. Yeah. Orange. Or orange, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could usually the get that. The blue ones were quite hard to find, I think. Yeah. 
actually thinking of fizz bombs what i remember is so the thing that makes it sour on the outside is citric acid mm-hmm. i had a friend that worked <laughs> a friend whose dad worked at ncp a chemical factory and he had this giant ball of citric acid and he told me what it was he's like oh this is the thing that makes your sweets sour i was like oh cool i'm gonna like scrape off a bunch and eat it but i ate so much my throat was <laughs> oh, raw you probably like Yo, probably peeled over, the skin off i overdid it i mean i guess it's <laughs> it is ac- it is acid yes. after all but uh, i did quite like sour sour sweets um i remember a kid in primary school bringing it might have been my friend karen actually cinnamon sticks like like you know the cinnamon stick and we ate that we just like eat cinnamon sticks. <laughs> you, I'm sure, I'm your sure. face is blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Well, in part because I uh, actually I haven't heard that story before. <laughs> um, oh. The other part is I'm pretty sure eating cinnamon sticks is much better for you than eating citric acid. Yeah. But I can't imagine. Chew on the was bark. it that delicious? It was good. You just chew on the bark for a while. Do you remember finger ice creams? Ice creams shaped. Like a hand. Yeah, like this. Looks like this. Like that. Like you're calling for a taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Local. Local, exactly. Yeah, town. And there was lychee flavor or watermelon flavor? I had from n- the ice cream guy outside the school. Outside school. N- I never encountered this. Was it the same ice cream guy that's like sold, sold LSD? Or <laughs> well, he had, I remember he had, you know, when those dudes can put like a Coke can in their ear because oh, yeah. their hole is stretched so big. Mm. He's one of those dudes. He was cool. No. Salt finger ice creams. Never had a finger ice cream. <laughs> Sorry for you. Mm, I'm very disappointed that I never had Did a you have those cream. ones that had maybe jelly and custard in them, I think? They're like yellow and then red at the bottom. No. <laughs> what did you have? Sounds like trifle. No, it was like... Okay, so we lived... When we were in Kensington, Jewel Street was not so far away. And Jewel Street had this factory ice, ice cream shop where you could buy boxes of ice creams. Mm. So sometimes my mom would go there because mm. the school clothing store is nearby and buy boxes of ice creams that she kept in the freezer. And we were allowed one sometimes. And I'm sure the jelly ones came from there. Mm. It does sound good. No, they were good. Speaking of factory food, that reminds <laughs> me of near where we lived, there was that magpie pie factory. Do you remember Oh, this? yes. Oh, yes. And I remember going there with Mark, my friend Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. And you'd buy them because they were cheap. obviously cheap, but they were actually fresh. And then what was it? Spinach and feta. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting into the car and he was so excited about this pie. <laughs> and he bites into it and he's like, what the crap is this? It's like, Spinach and salty flower water. <laughs> and the way he says it, right? <laughs> uh. Uh, <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, we have to tell the story of um, Durki. Oh, uh, I think you should tell it. So basically it's condensed milk. Yeah, right? but it looked like it was in a tube It was in a tube, yeah, exactly, with a little kid's face on it. Mm-hmm. So my Which is quite I... funny because he doesn't look South African. <laughs> he, he had that, you know, that funny like Yellow. beach ball cap yes, on. Yes, blue or red, I think. No, it had multicolors, didn't it? Oh, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. that's where my memory t- told Probably. me it was. Yeah, so Durki, and we used to have that <laughs> when we went to Underberg. Um, and then later in life, 
you and I worked for a catering company where we catered events for embassies. Not we catered the events, we waited mm. yes. for the company that was catering the we events. We were the minions. We indeed. were the minions, exactly. So we catered many um, embassy events. And one time we went to the Swedish embassy. It was just you and I because yep. it was a small event. And um, we served lots of Glövein. Mm-hmm. And it was a really pristine, yeah, Swedish house. Well, I think it's, Glövein is German. I think it's called Glog. Oh, was that what we served? Mm, okay. Yes. We served Glog. And then <laughs> we, we did spend a lot of time in the kitchen because it wasn't busy. It was a small event. Yeah. And yeah. so we kind of were like, <laughs> had nothing to do. So we found the pantry. And we were like, oh, we'll Which just... Which was very well stocked. Yeah, very well stocked. We thought we'd just have a look in the pantry. So we're looking around and we're like kind of <laughs> nosing our way through all the different things we could find. And we found these tubes. Hmm. And the tubes had a picture of a little boy on it. A very happy little boy, yeah, I must say. Yeah, happy, smiling kid. And we were like, oh my word, this looks like the doki kid. Hmm. This has to be condensed milk. Or at least, no, I don't even... We weren't convinced, at least I was not convinced it was condensed milk, <laughs> but I was convinced by the smiling, the child. smiling child on it that it was probably something really good. Right, so throughout the course of the evening, we managed to siphon a couple of these tubes of mm-hmm. whatever it was, condensed milk, um, and didn't they give us some glog to take home yes, as well? because there was lots left yeah, over, they so they so gave cool. us maybe four of them. Yeah, they were very, very, they were very cool. nice. Yeah, so we took some of their glog... <laughs> With permission, took some of the not dokey with permission, without permission, I mean. And then we left the event, and do you remember, we got in the car, and as soon as we got in the car, we were like, opening the tubes, and mm. what was in the tubes? Mustard. <laughs> Disappointing. N- never has there been such an anti-climax. I'm pretty sure it took us like a year to finish, because that's how... <laughs> I don't we even were know. So I'm sad. pretty sure we wouldn't have thrown it away. But no, we ate we it. We definitely we didn't. We didn't rush through it as the way you would have done with the turkey. Oh, I was so sad about D- that. Or turkey. Turkey, <laughs> yeah. There's this the, these <laughs> stories told of your brother's con- food concoctions. Yes. The notorious salami zimzu. <laughs> yes. Do you want to tell me? Because I've heard differing stories of what it entailed. Okay. So, as far as I remember, Christopher, my middle brother, was a bit mad. Still is a bit mad. And he used to create this dish. And it had in it baked beans. I'm sure like Vienna sausages. Or maybe it was the baked beans with the Vienna sausages in it that you got. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, tomato sauce. As well as the tomato sauce and the baked beans. Definitely lettuce. There's definitely lettuce. And I'm sure cheese, maybe. And some other things. But he used to then cook it on the stove. Mm. So he would cook, warm the beans, but put the lettuce in Mm. the warming pot. Mm. And he loved this. He thought it was delicious. Cooked lettuce, I'm sure he's onto something. (laughs) I can imagine it's nothing like cooked spinach. (laughs) Salami zimzu. That's what it was called. Sounds a bit cucked. He also used to make the... He also made mega sandwiches. Did you do this? I didn't do it, but he did. He used to take, like, I don't know, many pieces of bread and put many things on the layers. And I'm sure Nesquik somehow (laughs) was on one of them. (laughs) Like chocolate Nesquik. Hmm. I can imagine that. 
I did love Anchovet though. Mm. It'd be cool if you could get it here. You can't, can you? I've looked. I have actually. Have looked. you? Yeah. You can get sandwich spread, or can't Mm-mm. you? <clears throat> oh no, that's pretty disgusting. What was in that stuff? It was like mayonnaise with chunks of vegetable. What is that? <laughs> okay, let's rather talk about something nice like poloni. Poloni is not nice. I like poloni. Did you? Dude, it was. It wasn't like. It's like red. Yeah, but what did you what did you have instead? Would Pig's you... hooves on it in it. Isn't that what was in poloni? It was a pinky coloured meat of a sort that came in a plastic tube. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like ground up pig's hooves. It was good. And some tar. But Do you know what? All the cool kids when I was at school had poloni. Okay, and I remember having some at my uncle's house because he had it and I was like this is not that delicious. I don't love it. You'll stick with your chunks of cucumber. Maybe if you were in a house where you were having salami or oh, yeah. prosciutto all the time, then you would rather have that than plain. We did eat a lot of canned tuna, like tuna salad for dinners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tuna mayonnaise, always good. Oh, yeah. Chicken mayo, yum. Mm. Chicken mayonnaise. Toasted chicken mayonnaise sandwich yeah. was definitely... The cool kids had the toasted chicken mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. At the tuck shop at high school. Yeah, we didn't shop. have a tuck shop at primary school. At the tuck shop at high school, at mm. Jeppy, there was chicken mayo on mm. sandwiches. Yeah. It was so good. I, I don't think I ever bought anything from the tuck shop. Well, because my mom taught at school, I'd like sometimes go and ask her and she'd give me five rand and I could buy chicken mayo roll or sandwich or toasty, whatever it was. And we used to buy that and a caramello bear and a packet of ghost pops and four sour worms. I love that you can remember specifically I do, four because sour bought, worms. Yeah, because that's how much you could get. It was like, because you'd have two rand left after you bought your chicken mayo. Chicken mayo, yeah. And then, it, like, ghost pops were 80 cents. Caramello bear was like 60 cents. What does that make? Do you, know, do you know who you sound like when you rattle that? Your grand. My grand. Exactly. <laughs> that's ridiculous. When I was a kid, we used to pay for pee and half a diggy to go tell, watch a Tell movie. me about the sweets in your grand's cupboard. Oh, man. I like that we said a bit of like a mothball flavour to them. <laughs> <laughs> like soggy mothball flavoured sparkles. Not that I ever ate, ate mothballs, but... I <laughs> you guess can if you, smell them. Yeah, you can if you did eat a mothball, that's kind of Ew, what I expected disgusting. a mothball would taste like. So you know when we look at the South African food store, or when mm-hmm. I say we, it's usually me, look <laughs> at the South African food store, or like if we went back to South Africa, South Africa what's the thing you would buy? Mm. Like what's the first thing you would go for? The first thing I would go for in South Africa... Or either, yeah. In South Africa, it would probably be centies. Because you <laughs> yeah. can get biltong here. You yeah. can't get centies here. Yeah, that's true. You can't. Yeah. So those... Good points. Those floral-flavoured sweets. I don't yeah. know what it was about them that I really loved. I think it was the fact that you had these small round sweets that had a really interesting flavour, much like those pink... Yeah. What are they called? Musky pink ones. cashew... What are they called? Mm... Those little round pink hard things. Yeah, which... I can't remember what they're called. I would buy in South Africa bubblegum stary stumpy. Oh, the milkshake. Yes, mm. the like flavoured milk thing. Um, oh, yeah, flavoured milk, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And then like steers chips. Although you can get steers chips here, can't you? You've mm. never been to that one in South London. I don't even know if it's still there. And here, I always will try and find ghost pops. Hmm. And fizz pops. Mm. 
Because that's what they have. Yeah. I'd buy fist pops in South Africa. Apparently there's a bubblegum fist pop. <laughs> this is not exciting to you. It's quite exciting to me, but I've not been able to track one down. Hey, so if anyone has a bubblegum fizz pop, send it to me. Just one? Many. Hmm. I think I'd have to walk up and down the aisles as I usually do mm. and take and see what takes my fancy. Need to go to like a large pick and pay. Oh, the dream. 